Welcome to the Technology Lab, presented by CPA Practice Advisor, with your hosts, Randy Johnston and Brian Tankersley. Good day. Welcome to Technology Lab. I'm Randy Johnston with my co-host, Brian Tankersley, and we would like to talk to you about Microsoft Copilot uh, 365. It's a very interesting addition to the Microsoft a suite. It has been in review in big corporations and spreading out more and more. So as we speak, you or may or may not be qualified for the co-pilot program, but Microsoft has gotten the AI religion, artificial intelligence religion, kind of like they got the web religion in the middle of the 1990s and 95 and, and so forth. And you know, they invested a lot in open AI and were wise to do so. Uh, we've talked about that in other technology labs where they've, they've dropped about $11 billion. They've got Bing fully running AI uh, at this point, and it's doing a pretty good job with the chat GPT-4 model. But the integration of AI into their various production products, Word, Excel, PowerPoint, and others is pretty stunning. So Brian, I know you have been uh, dealing with this a fair bit as you've prepped your K2 teaching materials for this year. So how would you like to navigate this Microsoft 365 Copilot? So, so at 30,000 feet, what Copilot really is, is it is generative AI, that is AI that creates new content or otherwise, um, otherwise doesn't just classify something, it actually creates something, a whole new thing. Um, so it is, it is um, again, this generative AI um, in, inside of Microsoft Office. And so what that means is, um, Copilot has the has a large language model associated with it that is associated with your data that's in the Microsoft world. So calendar, emails, chats, documents, meetings, all kinds of all kinds of other things like that. Uh, just like you've seen probably in Teams, the ability to do real time translation and real time closed captioning um, of things so that people from other cultures can participate in real time with you. Um, this really is taking that to the next level. So now, um, and, and in particular, the most interesting thing they're doing is a thing called business chat, which I'll, I'll cover here in a little bit. But what, what Copilot really does is it allows you to, allows um, AI, it trains AI um, based on your usage of language and the kinds of documents you create and other things like that, based on the stuff that is in your Microsoft 365 account. And so that it can do things like uh, rewrite paragraphs or uh, draft a proposal or create a, you know, again, uh, to create a memo to do something. Um, we can, we again, we can take things in Excel and we can go in and have it uh, identify the um, the largest changes. So the first draft of a flux, uh, we can go in and, and have, um, and, and again, do some modeling within Excel. Uh, in PowerPoint, we can have Copilot go out and generate uh, those uh, you know, new documents. Outlook, you can respond and create email messages. There's also a new tool uh, beyond the ones I've mentioned here called uh, Microsoft Designer, and it incorporates the graphic creation of DALI. Um, it's more of a consumer targeted tool, but you can sign up for it now at designer.microsoft.com. 
And, and what it does is it will actually go in and create social media posts for you. It'll create documents for you. Uh, you can also have it create logos or other graphics for you uh, that you will use other places uh, in Microsoft. And again, it's in beta, but it's, it's pretty wide here. Um, in Teams, you can go through and have it summarize uh, things you missed in a meeting or summarize what decisions are made and what weren't. Um, but, but anyway, Randy, I guess I'll just kind of pause and let you kind of reflect on, on some, of those, some of the things I just mentioned that Microsoft announced. Well, note, uh, friends, that Brian really ran through all of these different areas where Copilot has been integrated, all these different modules. And in fact, uh, the new integration into Outlook is pretty stunning. Uh, but even beyond that, uh, recognize that Microsoft is the primary hosting uh, source on Azure for ChatGPT and other open AI projects. Further, they have announced that they're going to use their own hardware uh, GPUs, the graphic processors, whereas uh, you know competitors of Google have TensorFlow and a lot of the organizations have used NVIDIA GPUs. Microsoft's now going to build their own GPUs. Uh, I, I actually did re reaffirm that Zoho has built their own GPUs and they're doing some of their own AI and machine learning type of approaches as well. But Copilot will touch so many of us directly with the AI integrations. And of course, for another technology lab, we may go down the path of the Google developer conference announcements where they uh, added 25 AI features into various platforms, including their Google Workspace, uh, you know, platform, the competitor for Microsoft 365. But when you look at, you know, what's happened here with the business chat, and you've seen a little this historically with the autocompletes, but this is a whole different ballgame. Uh, it kind of reminds me of when you and I were in an analyst meeting for Zoho in Pleasanton, California, about three years ago. And Raju, their, um, their head of product management and CTO, actually got up on the screen and used uh, screen scraping and AI to go out and grab information and contextual information about the person he was talking to on the phone um, or that he had in his contact database uh, to just kind of populate and kind of flesh out the other information about that person on an automated basis. And it was just, it was just revolutionary. Now we have to, we, now with, with the business chat, it will go in and, and summarize information and it'll, it'll again, write, uh, write documents and do all kinds of things like that. Very similar to what you have with chat GPT, but I'm going to give you the same warnings that we gave in the chat GPT podcast. We did, uh, we recorded last month, um, and I would just suggest to you here that that you need to watch this very carefully, okay? Because some of the chat applications and some of the AI tools uh, will just out of whole cloth make up uh, make up false things, okay? And and it's not you know 
you and I can't afford uh, for amateur hour to happen through that. So I think it's critical that you review everything that's done with AI very, very carefully, especially at first until you get comfortable with it and you understand the, the little idiosyncrasies of working with, um, with Microsoft and get it, get it adequately trained and, and you get comfortable with it. Uh, because again, this is not, this is something where you could just send stuff out based on that. But um, I just, um, again, I just don't think that's the, uh, that's the thing to do there. Yes. And in fact, as uh, more competitors have gotten into the space, and again, just a reminder number, in 2022, there were 29 new commercial ventures of AI that were reported three academic ventures, but all of them are still suffering from hallucinations, hence the review uh, need, and security issues, which we'll talk about in another technology lab because the uh, new attacks that are able to be created with AI and the uh, testing, red team that has to occur is actually quite important. Sorry about that, folks. Um, you know. Yeah. So if, if you think about the uh, uh, potential for Microsoft, Microsoft has a lot of risk by deploying this. And, you know, Google has said that they're moving more slowly because they believe that the risk in this area is so high. So I respect that Microsoft is actually being uh, cautious around this because it is clear that they have to figure out how to control this. Now, the early uh, company adopters, just to give you some names of the enterprise users, include players like Goodyear and General Motors and the Walsh Group and Avanade. And they all have provided feedback saying, this is revolutionary. And I can tell where I've been using uh, ChatGPT and Bing in general, it's been quite good. Yeah. So one of the things that um, that I find to be fascinating is how you can have uh, AI generate tables and summarize lots of information for you. Uh, you know, I've 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 used it for quite a few different things, and I find it to be find it to be very helpful. But again, it, it's it's accurate until it's not, and then when it's not, sometimes again it, it creates things out of whole cloth. Now they've got some other things. There's a copilot in whiteboard. Um, that again will help you with uh, marketing slogans. Uh, that's one of the areas that we see ChatGPT to be exceptionally good at, is coming up with marketing slogans and and again uh, other other things in here. Um, you know, SEO. Uh, we've actually been using um, a tool within K2 called Jasper.ai to generate um, generate SEO SEO content and to adjust things to have the SEO terms appropriately in there. Um, so. You know, I, I want, I don't want you to think, I don't want you to get too excited about the writing skills that you have associated with this. I actually watched a video that was put out by a sitcom, um, a sitcom writer. And he said, you know, creative writing is one of those things that is not going to get replaced anytime soon with AI. Um, and I think the, I think 
that we could say that as well about the kinds of insights that you and I would provide about um, about financials and the things based on our our experience experiences in the in the profession and with particular industries. Um, I think one of the reasons that um, that those insights are not going to be nearly as acute from the AI is that they don't necessarily understand the things that turn people on or turn people off. Um, in in a particular industry, they may not, you know, the AI may have some, you know, encyclopedic knowledge of the industry, but not necessarily the uh, the knowledge of the ups and downs and the daily management uh, issues that we have in here. Um, and again, I'm going to suggest to you here that um, we we don't want to get into a world where instead of having a lot of great food created by James Beard chefs and Michelin from Michelin restaurants. We don't want to go. We don't want to go from that world to a world where everybody has all the dog food they can eat. And I think we have to be very careful about that with this because you can create a lot of stuff. But sometimes the stuff I've seen that's written by AI is pulpy. I guess is the the best way of looking at it. I mean, it yeah. checks the box, but it's not it's not engaging. And as you were talking about this, and we have covered this in other technology labs. We recognize that the generative AI tools have been able to pass the bar exam and the U.S. medical exam for doctors, but not the CPA exam. So well, now, now in the last week on social media, uh, one podcaster has actually reported that of the 10 question, 10 sample questions that were included with the ASCPA blueprints, um, all, that uh, ChatGPT4 got all of them right. Hey, I missed that. Thank you for that yeah. correction. Because what I was really trying to head to on the point, Brian, was the responses in the generative AI uh, pieces are generic. And they tend not to do super well on some of the interpretive things that we might want to do from an accounting perspective. But now let's take it in a different direction. We also know developers that are being very specific about seeding the models even even further with more uh, accountant-centric information. And so, for example, I've seen the use of uh, business valuation added in and so forth. But, you know, the net here on this tool, it's doing all sorts of great stuff. Yeah, I, I think there's, I think that's, that's true. You know, and I think if we consider on through here, Think about the think about in particular in Outlook. Um, that's an area where, uh, where again, if you could take a lot of your routine email messages and uh, just say in business chat, uh, what what emails came in this morning, or uh, what what emails that require action came in this morning, kind of like you would to a um, to a trusted executive assistant that was used to working with you and and your workflows. Um, that's the dream of this. Um, the the you know just I, I taught an AI class for an organization of of electric and water cooperatives around the country um, about a week ago and one of or actually now it's Tuesday so it's I've had in laws in town so it seems like a week um, but um, what um, what was interesting about it was that uh, when I started I actually just kicked off in Chat GPT four I said write a uh, collection process and um, and uh, service termination uh, uh, policy for a electric utility co-op that complies with uh, federal and Oregon state law, knowing that many of those co-ops were in Oregon. Um, and it was it was interesting to see what it cranked out because it was 
technically very accurate, but it was not very engaging at all. And it, it was, again, it was very pulpy. And, and so I think we've got to, again, acknowledge that, that when we're working with this, um, it will help us go further, but we want to make sure that we're also taking opportunity to engage with people instead of just letting our bots talk to our bots. You know, we want to, we don't want to be like the, the people in Hollywood that say, well, I'll have my people call your people and we'll do lunch. You know, we, we, I don't, we don't want to say, I'll have my bots call your bots and then we'll do lunch. Yeah. So, Brian, as you were talking about it in this style, you know, one of the things that I observed, and we both have traveled a lot through the years, that there were extensive regional differences in the United States 20 and 40 years ago. And I appreciated those differences a lot. And we have been homogenized because of so many chains and I'll just say fast foods and, you know, the Walmarts of the world and so forth or, you know, all of these things have become homogenized. And in effect, listening to you, I really realized that two years from now, three years from now, anybody who uses Microsoft 365 or who uses Google Workspace may experience some homogenization. They'll work faster. They'll have wonderful support with these because this is like having your own personal assistant but uh you know it is going to be important that we still maintain our character in these well and the thing the one of the things that i think would that that will help with is not being insensitive to people without realizing it you know i'm i'm old enough now that um that again i i I am not tuned into all of the sensitivities that exist in our politically correct world we have today. Um, I do, you know, I, I don't harbor any ill will toward anybody in my heart, but um, unfortunately, sometimes my word choices leave something to be desired for different things. And so, um, and so maybe Copilot will help me be a little more politically incorrect and maybe uh, be a little bit less abrasive. Uh, certainly, it can filter out those seven words that one can't say on television. Um, you know, and, and if we can do that, then maybe that's a win. Yeah, understood. Well, Brian, parting thoughts here on Copilot, because this is a pretty radical breakthrough on a suite of products that pretty much all of corporate America and most of our uh, CPA practitioners use. Well, I'm foaming at the mouth to get, to get access to this. And I'm saying that out loud now so that maybe if somebody from Microsoft is listening to this, uh, we'd love to get K2 Enterprises involved with this as we speak to uh, tens of thousands of of accounting professionals around the U S and Canada every year. Um, But I, I will say here that, um, I think that this will handle a lot of routine things quite well. I think you're still going to have to put that extra oomph into things, though, uh, because I, I think it will create C-level work, um, not C-suite, but C-level work. And I think you're going to have to put some extra extra panache into things to make it into A-level work. Um, but it's, it's fascinating. Uh, the place where I think it's going to save you the most time is going to be in finding documents. Okay. Uh, Randy and I both use search on email to find documents all the time. And I think uh, once we really have a, um, a large language model that really works where we can search for terms um, in, in our email then, uh, and, and search for terms in across all the content we have, suddenly now I think we've really got something super special. 
Yeah. Well, I, I like you am uh, anxious to have access. That tells me, Brian, that in a future technology lab, when we become company number 601 to get access or when we have access, we'll revisit this with our experience. But the we knew that you needed to know about Copilot because of the impact that it will have in the Microsoft 365 suite. And I will say that um, I am having, Randy and I are both having significant discussions with most of the software publishers serving the profession about AI and about what what are you seeing with respect to what everybody else is doing in AI. So I think we've got, I think the AI revolution is going to be somewhat akin to the computer revolution of the 60s, 70s, and 80s, as well as the um, industrial revolution of the late late 19th, early 20th centuries. Or maybe we need to be 18th, 19th, 20th, I don't know. But but as we're as we're thinking about that, I think we're really at the precipice of something changing significantly. And so I encourage you to play with these tools as much as you can, because there, there's no, you know, there's no uh, specified learning plan for how to, how to get these things mastered. Nobody's really figured it out yet. It's kind of like social media was in 2007, where, uh, you know, anybody that didn't have a job could call themselves a social media consultant and be credible because it hadn't been around long enough. So um, let's, uh, again, just get your hands dirty, try it out and see what you can accomplish with it. Sounds great. We appreciate you being with us again today. We look forward to speaking with you again in a future technology lab. Thank you for sharing your time with us. We'll be back next week with a new edition of the Technology Lab, brought to you by CPA Practice Advisor.